Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's the Luke and Pete Show. It is a Thursday. I do hope to keep well. And Christmas is hurtling towards us at the rate of knots. And I'm not exactly that comfortable with it, Luke, because I've not done my Christmas shopping yet. Annoying. Yeah, what shopping have you got to do, though? I've got to shop for my parents. Yeah. I don't really know how to do it. My, my parents are going over to my sisters. So my sisters, like, do I send it to my sisters? Do I send it to my mum and dad? It's very confusing, Luke. We, very we, confusing indeed. Fair enough, yeah. Let's not do too much Christmas stuff, though, because as I've already said on Monday, we've got some Christmas stuff to do next week. I don't want to exhaust mm, it all. Um, mm. Peter, um, how are you today? Are you well? I'm good, yeah. I'm all right. I'm uh, fresh as a daisy, uh, light on my feet. <laughs> and ready to get to doing some audio boxing with you, my friend. Yeah, nice stuff. Good stuff. And um, on Monday's episode, Peter, um, mm. we talked a bit about um, Chinese flight attendants being told to wear nappies, didn't we? And mm. um, we yeah, didn't yeah. actually follow up on it. Um, I mean, the story in itself is quite self-explanatory. Um, I feel quite sorry for the flight attendants, don't you? I mean, what um, is happening there? <laughs> Can you play that little bass thing that you played on Monday under under this story? I think it was really suitable. Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, so Chinese flight attendants have been told to wear nappies for COVID protection because it's not safe for them to use the toilets. Pete Donaldson, it's over to you. I was on that flight, Luke. (laughs) The smell was incredible. The air hostess's bum was big, full... (laughs) Of nappy and shit <laughs> and smell. They say that your, your, your nose buds don't work that high, but I can attest that is incorrect. I can smell my flight attendants poop 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 from serving my tomato juice. This from Wondery <laughs> is shitty nappies. <laughs> uh, uh, Peter. Nappies. <laughs> do you remember? Do, do you remember that um, that flight about I don't know maybe a couple of years ago now where um, someone did a turn so bad that the flight had to turn back? Incredible, really, isn't it? That's a story at the time. It, do you remember? Do you it reacted with the chemicals or something. I just I just reckon the, the pilot just, the pilot just went right. That is that disgusting. Is we're going. You're not fucking going. To, we're not going Absolute to the Bahamas now. Scottish, you don't fucking Scottish deserve mum it. vibe. Yeah, that's disgusting. Um, <laughs> I, I think. Um, I think it's. Uh, there's always a story around about New Year that uh, Chinese people because they have, always have to drive uh, ridiculous distances to get home for Chinese New Year. Uh, they 
obviously, you know, you can't poo in your car, so people do that. You know, is that in your theory test? That, really, that is my thing. Are you, are you allowed to poo in your car? Um, are you allowed to spend a penny in a in a in a Pringles can and throw it out the window at someone else? Um, they, uh, yeah, they, they, that's not a penny. A penny's a wee, isn't it? Trends. Yeah, it's a bit of both, isn't it? Nah, yeah. I think a poo um, is a pound, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I just don't know, Luke. Yeah. But apparently, the, the, some, some Chinese people are have forced are forced into wearing nappies because they're on trains or, yeah, or, or on car journeys for like for like um, ten hours, fifteen hours uh, at a time, and they, and they just can't get out or, or can't find a toilet. It's uh, so. It's, what I don't understand about it is that the whole adult nappy phenomenon, and I want to be sensitive both culturally and situationally to this. I, I totally understand the principle, but what I don't understand about it is the. I, when, a, when a kid, a toddler, a baby has a nappy on, it's because it can't yeah. take itself to the toilet. Now, this is the same situation yeah. for slightly different reasons. But the point being here, you know when a baby has shat a nappy because you can fucking smell it. Yeah. So why and are they doing this? Our, our poopies smell worse than... Uh, or is it some kind of technologically advanced nappy which doesn't smell? In which case, well, sign me up. Well, as I said, I mean, the, 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 the poo in the poo in the sky um, doesn't smell as bad because I mean, as soon as that flight takes off, I am farting. Like I am just. Oh really? Const- I don't know. What, I don't know where it is the pressure or whatever, but I am just constantly letting rip because uh, no one can smell it. That's, that's see that that annoys me, Donson, because Why? you and I have had plenty of flights together where you've had a go at me for mm-hmm. taking my shoes off for one. Yeah. And two, you've you've busted a blister over a nun. And now you're farting all over the place. I think this is outrageous by you. It wasn't a nun, it was a Hasidic Jew. Oh, sorry, yeah, okay, I got confused. You busted a blister over an Hasidic Jew... And, can you and, be a cloth? Can you be a cloth? Can you in 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 the Jewish uh, faith? Can you be a member of the cloth if you are a, a rabbi? Or something? I think that's just a general term, isn't it? It, it just means. Yeah. It, I think it just means. Um, yeah, like a female uh, clergy. Who in in, in, in at temple? Why are you asking me this? I don't know. My only <laughs> my know. only knowledge of Jewish culture is from watching Larry David and Kirby Enthusiasm. That's that's mm. all I know. And there was actually a ramble uh, show in a synagogue. Yeah, exactly. I watched a brilliant um, episode of Kirby Enthusiasm, like maybe two or three days ago, where he um, he wants to get. Um, have you seen Kirby Enthusiasm? Yes. Yeah. So so the the the, the whole storyline where he's trying to get out of giving Richard Lewis a kidney. <laughs> and uh, and the, the, the head of the kidney consortium or whatever it is uh, has got the power to bump Richard Lewis up the list, but um, but Larry and Larry David wants to convince him to do so. But in order to get him to do so, he has to go skiing and pretend he's uh, an Orthodox Jew, and that Susie, Jeff's wife, is also his wife, and it is absolutely amazing. <laughs> That's the only uh, knowledge I have of Jewish culture. That's it. Right. Okay. So I don't know anyone Good. really. Sorry, I, I got I've, Hollywood. I, I, and the only other pe- the only other time I've experienced any kind of um, Orthodox Judaism is when I see you regularly see Orthodox Jewish people on the tube, don't you? That's it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only thing I say. If you're asking me, you're asking the wrong guys. What I'm trying to say. So either well, way, so I'm time, pretty sure. Next time, go go up and say excuse me. I know we're not supposed to talk to each other because of COVID, but um, do you have female clergy? I mean, we should we should at least know that much. I think. Or is it in the Torah to bust a blister over someone else? Probably not. Uh, there's probably there's probably some very uh, thoughtful um, story slash parable in in the Torah that says, "May you receive blister juice gladly from a man 
on a flight from a man who actually have, who has burned himself on the pot noodle. Pot noodle exactly. That's, to to me, that makes it worse. If you busted a blister over me and said, "I'm really sorry, I didn't mean that as a total accident," I would forgive you. Yeah. Because it was an accident, you didn't mean it. But if yeah. I found out for one second that it was because you were making a pot noodle, I'd be fucking pissed <laughs> off. Oh, that was a painful uh, couple of months in my life. It was, I remember. It was un- very, very unwelcome. And very unedifying for the rest of us. It was indeed. Um, can, was I, can, indeed. I, um, can I just bring this story to your attention? Uh, there's a man in Colorado, as reported by uh, foxnews.com. So, you know, take that with a pinch of salt if you want. But it's been reported. A Colorado a man. Yeah, perhaps. Uh, a Colorado man who um, called Craig William Rogers is facing charges connecting to a meth lab he's uh, accused mm. of operating out of his garage. Right. Now, here's where it gets interesting. He told police... He was, quote, unquote, making a healthy meth substance <laughs> containing acai berries or acai berry. I don't know how you pronounce it. Acai berry. He's basically making meth out of berries. And I don't know if, one, that's possible. Probably not. And, two, um, whether I should kind of be interested in the development of that because if you can make it from berries, I think we should know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like kind of artisanal... Small stock acai berry uh, meth. Um, I mean, is I mean, I'm fairly certain that would just make the flavour better. I don't know. Oh, I like um, Jesse Pinkman's chili pea. <laughs> Jesse Pinkman puts chili powder in his. Oh yeah, um, and and the chief, um, the deputy chief of the um, the area said, uh, no amount of meth is safe, whether it has berries in it or not. It's a highly addictive, <laughs> life destroying drug. Um, and and so maybe yeah, you're right. He's probably just flavouring it, uh, mixing it up a little mm. bit, like when they bring out all those Bailey's flavours at Christmas. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, smoke your smoke your bit smoke your meth out of an old um, chocolate shoe. <laughs> Delicious. Do you remember those chocolate was... ornaments you used to get on the tree? Did you used to have those when you were a kid? Yeah, they're like Santa ones and stuff. And they were I used like, to eat yeah, them. I used to nick them. Yeah, I mean that, that's what they're for, isn't it? Actually, that, that's I've got a tree, and I, I I haven't got any of those kind of things. I would I should really get involved, really, because that would really remind me of being a child and constantly just eating chocolate for a month. Yeah, you were the, you're the only kid who probably liked chocolate more than I did. I'd say. <laughs> I, I saw. I saw. I saw an Instagram post of your lady partner, your lovely lady partner, uh, where she said, and it, all it said was, it was a closed box of chocolates, quite big, and it mm. said, I received these as a gift yesterday. And the mm. next post, she opened them up and there was one chocolate left. I was told that she does not like dark chocolate and it was a box it was a black, box of black magic, dark chocolate. You're doing, a, now, you're doing a valuable public service. I was doing a, 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 a fabulous bit of public service. I was helping out the, the, the homestead, keeping things clear, you know, <laughs> giving the capacity for more chocolates to be bought because you can't buy a new box of chocolates if there's only a box of chocolates there. So I was just munching away at them. I was absolutely destroyed. Like the, the, the issue with said partner is that she's very slow to eat sweets, in my opinion. And if the sweets are in front of me, in the words of uh, the singer uh, songwriter whose name I've just forgotten, that that that's C getting eaten. All right, if you leave chocolates around, oh yeah, that's C getting eaten. Yeah, what is her name? I've forgotten her name as well. It's got there's an A in there. Azalea Banks. Azalea Banks. Azalea Banks. Yeah, she's yeah, uh, two she, one she two. Sets people, doesn't she? She does. Um, 
We hey, Charles. You see, actually, linked, linked to the Colorado uh, story about the meth, um, and you have to say, Craig William Rogers, the guy who's uh, facing charges regarding this crime, he has got not only that classic drawn look of a meth addict, uh, but he has got the world's greatest um, sort of chin. Have you yeah, seen his, it's amazing. His, his jawline, his chin is yeah, amazing. Yeah, you cut glass um, on that. He probably does. It's incredible. He probably does. It's probably how he makes his bongs and his pipes. Peter, um, the, the Fox in... News website is amazing because it's like the day-to-day. Like the, the, the suggested stories are, are so good. There's one oh, here. Oh, great, yeah. Arkansas police officer offers to test meth for coronavirus. Quotes, That's better safe than sorry. <laughs> Better safe than sorry. I think, I, think it's a little, I think it's a little kind of joke because if you turn up with meth, they will put you in the slammer. Yeah, in choking. It's obvious as if they're losing the war on drugs, isn't it? Someone's yeah. losing it. Some, sounds like they might well be. Have, have you um, have you got another story there? Because I've got one. I want another one. I want to bring to the table, courtesy of our lovely producer Nat as well. Uh, yes. Uh, do you want to take the Russian one and I'll take the Japan one? Yeah. All right, then. Sora News 24. If you're in, in any way uh, excited by uh, Japanese nonsense news, uh, Rocket News or Sora News 24, as they call it, uh, they uh, it, it's well worth a read because there's just so much nonsense happening every single day, every single hour of the month of the year of just, oh, Jiminy Cricket. They're just, it's just absolutely wild amount of crazy stuff. Um, alcoholic soup in a cup now on sale to keep Japan warm and buzzed this winter. An extra relaxing beverage for the coolest time of the year is now available. I presume it comes in vending machines because it's a nice little kind of cup uh, kind of sit, sit situation. So, yeah, they're, they're basically um, Nihonshu, which is, is a kind of, um, well, it's just J- Japanese wine, literally with Japanese wine, uh, which is uh, sake, obviously. Uh, Nihonshu uh, no dashiwari is uh, is basically just sake mixed with traditional Japanese soup stock. So, like a dashi sort of broth. Um, yeah. You get them in, like, uh, you, you, you get them, you get this kind of broth stuff and they cook kind of like uh, root vegetables and stuff in it and make this kind of like very, very thin broth. But uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's basically sake and uh, and that stuff. It looks disgusting. It sounds disgusting. It smells disgusting, but uh, it will get you pissed. Do you, are you, can you order it for delivery? <laughs> you could certainly get some. I don't know. I don't. I mean, you could just make your own nihonshu. Uh, no, sorry, get your own nihonshu. Get your own sake and mix it with dashiwari. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so weird. I mean, is that is that a regular? That's not a regular thing. Is that, is, I mean, because to me, I saw it and I was like, that looks interesting. But it also doesn't mm. feel to me like it could be a new thing. Surely that's not a new no, thing. No, it, no. So so in in Seven Elevens in, in Japan, you get these kind of like um, big kind of hot immersion heater things that uh, it's just open. And uh, yeah. to get and, and they basically cook this root vegetables or like little bits of like um, like soy kind of tofu sort of stuff, um, and you get a, a, a pot sort of like this like a little bit smaller than like a KFC bucket, and you fill it with um, as much soup as you want and as many little items and stuff. So you have little sausages and things, and they'll sit in the in the broth. And and I have heard of people mixing nihonshu with um, with with this soup, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm sure it's. I'm sure it tastes all right, but it doesn't sound particularly. It doesn't uh, sound good to me. It doesn't sound that great. Don't to have me. it for breakfast. Uh, my um, my Russian nose uh, story, as I think you referred to mm. it, is the Russian that nose. a man had a coin removed from his nose after it was stuck there for fifty three years. Oh dear. He apparently, <laughs> oh dear. when he was six, he wedged. Um, I believe it's the Russian equivalent of a penny into his right nostril that was then too scared to tell his mother about it because she was so strict and he later just forgot about it he said uh, I'm not sure I don't really know if that's something you would forget about but I guess what that means is he probably just got used to it or whatever and mm. apparently he lived um, 
50 years, completely unimpeded uh, by the by not being able to breathe through his right nostril at all. Uh, and so he went. eventually went to the hospital, got a scan, uh, found it. Doctor whipped it out. Lovely old job. Is the coin worth anything? No, I don't think it's worth anything at all now. It was apparently worth a penny mm. at the time, but that's like, you know, it's a long time ago now. <laughs> I, I, to me, like, I find the whole thing of people who are completely phobic of going to any kind of authority or doctor or dentist or whatever quite interesting because mm. obviously it can be quite debilitating i hate going to the dentist but i will go if i have to if, if i wake up with a stinking toothache i'm obviously going to go to the dentist but yeah some people some people find it really difficult to go to the doctor for example don't they they'd rather just try and sort themselves out i remember watching a, a, a tv show where i mean it's one of these quite exploitative things i don't make a habit of watching them very often but there was a woman who was so scared of going to the dentist that she like fashioned her own kind of solution to her tooth falling out by just continually gluing it back in with super glue look like, it works for you look, it, it, it can't be good for you that you shouldn't be putting super glue in your mouth every day that's not a good thing <laughs> but, but but the point uh, is pete i'm not trying i'm not trying to i'm not trying to demean her or anything what i'm saying is weirdly that is more palatable to her than actually just going mm. to the dentist it must yeah. be a control well, thing know, control thing or, or just kind of like there's never a, there's never a good time to like you know get things squared away i always argue there's never a good time to sort of oh i've got to do this but I, you know I've, I've had a chip in my tooth for years i went to the, i went to the dentist about um a year ago i think in, in soho and, and paid a ridiculous amount of money for them to um basically look at the look at the thing and and she also did that a, a full cleaning as well a very painful cleaning mm. um and because my gums are very recedy, so to speak, so I yeah. attack them with um, with gusto, uh, with the old toothbrush. But she, she basically said, uh, "Right, you've paid eighty quid. We'll need another two hundred, and we'll glue that little bit of chipped tooth, or, or, or basically fill it in." And I've just, I just can't be asked to do it. Yeah, but that's not debilitating, is it? That's that, but that's not exactly. No. That's not. That's not what I would call like an urgent thing. You know. Well, it's putting my modelling career on hold, isn't it? It's so, one of it's one of the things that's doing that. One of the reasons. Yeah. What what's <laughs> something that you feel like you should have been done ages ago and you haven't done it? Uh, I've got a, uh, something that is debilitating is that um, every couple of months my my foot just starts getting all crunchy, like on the on the, kind of, <laughs> on the ne- next to the ball of my foot. Just the pot noodle uh, thing again. I think well, it's directly below the same pot noodle uh, burn. Um, yeah, it it just it just goes crunchy, and I can't wear certain um, shoes, and I sort of walk with a kind of clawed stance. I sort of ball up my my, my foot a little, well, like a feral like, kid. Yeah, like a little feral kid, little little gibbon boy, like the sort of my grab up, grab a grab a ranch. But yeah, it's 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 really painful, and it makes a crunching sort of sound and feel. And uh, yeah, it's not ideal. It's it's not a it's not a situation at all, really. <laughs> no, I can't just wait for things to go away, and most of the time they wait do. Wait for things to go away. Yeah, okay, fair. My wife's always telling me that I never go to the doctor, but I, I just I don't really feel like I need to go to the doctor at the point. I, mean, I haven't said what I've just said about everyone kind of people who are just so phobic of it, they won't ever entertain it. I'm not like that. Mm. I just feel like I do, you know, touch wood. I live a reasonably healthy lifestyle despite appearances. And um, so I don't really feel the need to go to the doctor all the time. So I don't know. I mean, if I had a coin stuck up my nose for 50 years, I probably would. I probably wouldn't yeah, let it get I mean, to I that think, stage. I think, I think when I found out that my granddad had um, uh, had a heart attack at 52, I thought, oh, fucking hell, that's, that's, not that's good. probably in the post, isn't it? Um, and so I just bought myself a, a blood pressure machine. Uh, it says, yes, I am pre-hypertensive, whatever you call it. Oh, does it really? Well, so you should, you should go to the doctor and, have, and work out what, what the best thing to do is. I'll, I'll just steal some of your dad's statins. 
my mum's statins. Yeah. <laughs> Start on them early. I, th- I reckon taking, that sometimes... Taking anodin every day. At some point, this is the most irresponsible podcast you can find anywhere. <laughs> like, we're talking about first aid, not bothering. We're talking about stealing people's medication. It's it's, well, it's know, not well, yeah, great. Because I think I think I think certainly with men, um, you go to the doctors and you know what the answer will be: eat better, exercise more, don't be a tit, don't drink so much. It's like, uh, am I am I realistically going to change any of those things about myself? No. Then why bother? We all know what the answer is going to be. <laughs> Do you want some alcoholic soup? Do you do I want some Mihonshu no dashiwari? Yes, I do. Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> Wrap you in a blanket and say, calm down, warm yourself up with a bit of soup. The answer, the answer is hi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we should have a little break. And when we come back after the break, we're going to catch up on some emails. I've got a few to get through, despite what Pete said on Monday. There are a couple in there to get, to get stuck into. So um, take a quick break and we'll come back and do that. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This week on Stakhanov. Between the Lines with Melissa Reddy releases a brand new episode exploring the hot topic of head injuries in football. As well as exploring the sports link with dementia with neuropathologist Dr. Willie Stewart, Melissa spoke to ex-Tottenham star Ryan Mason, who was forced to retire after a devastating head injury aged 26. I couldn't look at light. I was sleeping for like 20 hours a day. I couldn't really hold a conversation. Um, like I say, when, when the brain gets an injury, the body almost just instinctively responds and it, it almost just shuts everything else down. Meanwhile, self-care club Wellness Road Tested have launched a brand new epilogue show. Join Lauren and Nicole every Friday where they'll be hearing about your experiences, talking to the experts and reading the very best wellness literature in the self-care book club. I think it's a totally life-changing book for sisterhood and womankind. It's revolutionary in how to adopt self-love and live for who you are. Search Between the Lines and Self-Care Club on your favourite podcast player. All that and more at Sukarno. And we're back 
for the Luke and Pete Show part two on your Thursday. Luke, have you got an email for us? I have, and actually, weirdly enough, I just got a breaking news notification to my phone saying that um, Google, YouTube, and all the associated companies have just suffered a major outage. So that's why it can't ah. connect to our Google Doc. We're sharing a I, Google I, Doc. I was genuinely, I didn't want to um, worry you, Luke. Uh, I got a bit scared. She said something went wrong, reload on my screen. I thought, yeah, same. But it doesn't what matter. If, what if the, it's the portents? What if uh, of something terrible going to happen further down the line with the with the, with the the system here at Tester Carnot? Yeah, no, I think, I think we're okay. Um, I want to start off with this from Joe Whitfield. He's my old pal. We grew up in the same town. Uh, oh. Not a very, very massively close friend of mine, but someone I know well and I do personally like very much. Um, he sent in his school report from when he was nine years old. I can't quite oh. remember. I'm just trying to work out what school he would have gone to. It wouldn't, it's not the same one as me, um, so I can't name it. Um, mm. But Joe uh, said he was nine years old and he got to receive the, the following three reports from the teachers. So for art and craft, he got the this report. Joe has little concept of shape or colour. He needs to be more observant and to make a much greater effort. A bit harsh. Religious, edu- <laughs> Religious education. Joe's examination result was very good. It is a pity he has not shown the same hard work and endeavour throughout the year. What do you want? What are we, what are we going to remember? There's I'm, no I'm, pictures on the score sheet, dickheads. I'm going to be a terrible parent because I'm just going to be reading these going, he's fucking nine years old. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, know, I know. Yeah, we'd be good parents, I think. And the final one is on music, where his teacher, I don't know what her surname is, but she appears to be called Sheila. Um, mm. Joe shows talent both in music and drama, but he must pay more attention to musical theory. He's fucking nine. What musical theory does he need to know at nine years old? That's what I want to know. Musical theory? He's make, he or she, the teacher, are making their own job sound fancy than it actually is. <laughs> yeah, no, they are absolutely. They, they've got they've got delusions of grandeur. Part of the reason I wanted to um, read that email out from Joe is, uh, admittedly, a self-aggrandizing reason because I haven't seen Joe for years and years, and it actually warms me to know that someone who's spent time with me in the past is choosing still to hear you. me. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, he's I, a mug. Maybe they're just waiting for me me to fuck you up, eviscerate me. Yeah, you probably are. That's probably their highlight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what have you got there, Peter? Uh, I have got an email from. Oh, it's not, I can't. I can't access it because I've got it on the old Gmail, haven't I? Leave it to me. Oh, nuts! Leave it to Leave me. It to you. I'm, Leave it to you. I'll, I'll see sorry, us home. Yankee. Don't worry. I'll see mm. us home. Uh, Liz O'Neill. I mean, I'm sorry. I put all of my eggs in the Google basket, but I just thought <laughs> that, like you a know, safe bet at the time. Usually, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I see, <laughs> I'm no market strategist, but yeah. lordy. The, the, the responses you don't tend to receive when people mention Google are, I've never heard of them, they're never working, they're, they're always unreliable. Uh, Liz O'Neill has sent in a new battery brand. I think we've got a new player entering the game. Hello. Uh, DMEGC battery with a little Canadian flag on it. I'm pretty sure that's a, that's a new player, I think. I think that is, yeah. That is uh, a new very player. Very late arrival. And uh, this email here from Rob I enjoyed. He said, uh, good evening, gentlemen. Long time listener, first time emailer in era. I also remember the Black Tiger arcade game fondly, so I thought I'd see if I could find it online. I could, and I regret it. It's shite. Another childhood <laughs> memory ruined. Have a crack and see what you think. And he's actually put a link in there. I might have, a, have to give that a go later on. But what I would say is this, right? You're not going to enjoy the graphics because you've been used to so much more. I mean, don't listen, Rob. Don't get on. Don't get on the blower to me, saying that Black Tiger looks shit or is shit after you've probably just stopped playing 
Cyberpunk, not Cyberpunk whatever it's called. Yeah, because it's not going to be the same thing. Secondly, you've not got a joystick, as far as I know. You're using it on the computer keyboard, mate. It's not the same experience, is it? <laughs> I, I I couldn't get through it. I, would, um, I couldn't get through to the actual game because I clicked on that link and uh, oh, it didn't yeah, work. Couldn't get couldn't get through. Couldn't get it to work on my Mac. Though I do have one of those new M1 ones, so that might have something to do with it. Are you, have you got a brand new Mac? I've got. A brand, I've got. Papa's got a brand new Mac. Because um, I think I need my, one. Because my E button doesn't work. <laughs> why? Why do you use your E button? So well, it's the so most common think, letter in the English language, isn't it? I'm typing, Pete. That's is why. it really? Yeah, the E is. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Ooh, there you go. Well, I don't understand the question. Why are you using the E button so much? Because it's in words. What's so much compared to everything else? Well, I probably spilt some fucking dark coke in it, or so. I don't fucking know. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> I, I mean, what I would say is this. I mean, for Apple's prices and for their reputation, the E button should not be working after like two and a half years. It should not no. stop working. Well, yeah, two and a half years. I, get, I guess you're in a situation where you uh, you think like if it dies within a year, I think you've got you've got problems. But two but and a half years, yeah, you're I, quite a heavy user, aren't you? you, use, you, you that's your main computer. I put um, Akai berries in it, like that guy with the meth. <laughs> but the thing is, I, 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 the problem is I can't rule out it being my fault. I might have spilt something in it. And if I take it to the store, they're going to say, tell you what you shouldn't do, Mr. Moore. You shouldn't be, you know, yeah. putting all the Haribos in it. We found, we found, we found a, a single penny behind the E. <laughs> yeah, it's been there for 53 years. It's not, not worth anything. Um, should we, let's just squeeze one more in really quickly. This is an email from um, Will, who has got in touch about a famous teacher. He says, no, hi, no. Luke and Pete, uh, long-time listener, second-time emailer, ignored, but no offence taken. On subject of, your t- of you being taught by someone from the world of top-level sport, I have a story about my brother's old PE teacher, Mr. Boswell. As I understand it, yeah, Bozzy, uh, as I understand it, the class were generally aware of Mr. Boswell's interest in cricket, but for a, had no idea about his past in the professional game. Over time, more vague references to his playing days were made, enough for someone in the class to ask what level he had played the game at. They were taken aback uh, at the teacher's overly defensive response, making it quite clear he wasn't happy straying any further down the line of this questioning. Naturally, curiosity led them to have a go at Googling his name on one of the school's computers. They weren't expecting to find out anything particularly interesting, but worth a go. As it turns out, their teacher was Scott Boswell, who had been a medium-fast-paced bowler for Leicestershire a few years earlier. While not mind-blowing in of itself... Further digging revealed that Boswell's career was essentially finished during the 2001 CNG Cup final at Lords, in which he had bowled what was often considered to be the worst over in history. After a ball, after a 14 ball over with eight wides, five of which were in a row, the unfortunate Mr. Boswell was released by the club a month later. From what I was told, the class were quite merciful and didn't bring this up. I hope this is true. As looking back on it, it does seem that it took an understandable mental toll on Mr. Boswell. But my brother and his classmates always have the claim of being put, taught PE by the, the ninth biggest choker in sport history, according to the Observer. <laughs> oh, that is good. See, we don't, we don't hear these stories of just, you know, we didn't know what happened to Ali Dye after he fucked off. Is Ali Dye or Ali Dye? Ali Dai is that it scored the most goals in international football history. Football, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Ali. Okay, Ali, Dia or Ali, Ali Dai, Dai is yeah. the guy. Yeah, Ali yeah. Dai. Yeah. Uh, so you don't sort of hear what happened to him next, you know, because he's obviously the famous kind of like um, 
rubbish footballer in Premier League history. But yeah, these these guys have to live on after uh, underwhelming. He got to the CNG Cup final at Lords, though. Come on. Yeah, I think I think the the the, the natural rebuttal to that would be: look, I, I got myself in that position, and I, and I you know, yeah. fair enough, it didn't work out as I expected or as I planned. But these things happen. I got there in the first place. Not many people can say that. And I also would like to apologise to all the American listeners who didn't understand a single word of that email because uh, cricket is alien concept to them. <laughs> like us and baseball, basically. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, that was very interesting. Thank you yeah. very much to uh, Will for that email. Absolutely. Should we get out of here? Should we do the do the off? Yeah, yeah. Give us an email. Hello at LunkPeteShow.com. Get in touch if you are, uh, if you bought something weird Christmas present-wise and you're not really sure how well it's going to go down. Uh, tell us if you received a really terrible or really awesome gift last year. Uh, tell us if you're not looking forward to um, the approaching Christmas. Obviously, there are going to be new rules in place about who you can see, who you can't see. Uh, has there been an emotional reaction to the bubble mates that you've chosen for your for your Christmas? Uh, and maybe you're not even getting involved in Christmas at all. Uh, <laughs> do you remember... Do you um... know if, if, if women are allowed in the clergy? <laughs> Yeah, do you, do you remember when that bloke emailed in saying that he accidentally called his mum a greedy cunt? Yes. That kind of stuff's what just, we want. That's one of my favourite emails because it's just so rude, so wonderfully yeah. rude. Absolutely. <laughs> On that note, Fantastic. get them in. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, have a great uh, rest of the week and weekend, and we will see you next time. It's goodbye from Pete Dawson. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me as well. Goodbye. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be (laughs) Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, you you were different. Like you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com (laughs) 